Welcome to Bid On You, the podcast, where we help you navigate the chaos of life and experience the bliss of backing yourself. Hosted by yours truly, Marissa Lee. It's time to bid on you. So let's start the show. All right, so welcome back to Bid on You and welcome to a solo episode with me, Marissa Lee. I am, I don't know why I'm so hot, but I'm so happy that y'all have joined and you keep coming back each Friday, each week, wherever you're watching from, just know that we are sending you love. We bidding and we betting on you, little mama and little sir and little they, period point blank. So today, since it's a solo Zolo episode, we're going to be talking about rena, 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 renaissance, rena, rena, renaissance. I'm trying to get it like that. Rena, 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 renaissance. Eight left no crumbs. And of course, we'll be talking about some of our intentions for 2024, as well as my 2023 vision board, the things that we achieved, the things that I don't know if it was just it needs to be in the middle of the screen next year or what. So stick around and let's get into it. Let's start out with Renaissance because I am just in a silly, goofy mood. And so before we get super thirst, I want to talk about the queen. Um, So I'm wearing my Renaissance tee. Not sure if you can see, but gang, 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 gang. And y'all, I, as you know, Myself and one of my friends, we did the whole TikTok wait until the last minute and get your Beyonce tickets for cheaper. I don't know now. Don't go out there and say that Marissa said it was going to be this and it was going to be that. Because at the end of the day, they may never let that happen again. (laughs) Sorry. However, however, I had a good time. So shout out whoever really put us on game to begin with. But if you did not see this on TikTok, essentially what we ended up doing was really don't stop believing. That's what it was giving because oh the pitch is not pitching today. But anyway, we basically just decided like, oh, okay, bet we're going to get dressed and live on a wing and a prayer. We are all the way in Miss Uber headed to Inglewood, the wood, the wood, no ticket. And we on Stub, we on Ticketmaster, we on Game Day or whatever, like literally any app. We were just about to be on the man in Atlanta in the parking lot that'll let you park your car, but somehow also has access to tickets. Like that's really what I was on because I was like, at this point, I have on a rhinestone bra. I'm I'm leaving here with something, okay? So spoiler alert, we end up getting late tickets in the Uber, like I'll enter the TikTok, but we ended up getting them in the Uber. We ended up screaming and I ended up getting a lower rating, Um, but I think it was worth it. I think it was worth it. So I was able to see Beyonce night two in LA and this was pretty much like a week or so after I'd gotten back from Europe. So my Chase account, of course, exploded, but I also just really felt like you never know when the next tour will be with this lady. Like she's been interacting with us and talking to us more than I can remember for like since maybe self-titled album. So of course I had to get on down, bust it around. So if you did not have the wonderful opportunity to see it live, of course I was like elevating, levitating, genuinely y'all like when blue ivy came out 
Because at the end of the day, let's really talk about that. I've been telling you people, and you know I love to listen to my faith, one of my faith podcasts, The Read with Kid Fury and Crystal. We have all been aligned, if you listen as well, that Miss Blue Safine, she is genuinely like actually that girl. She's the one running the show. And if you don't know that, <laughs> LOL. Because even if you look at the homecoming footage, right? That's when I kind of was like, she's been everything that we thought. It's true. The rumors are true, right? However, however, she was little. It was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, oh, she's one, two, three, telling the dancers that they're missing their steps. Like, oh, like, that's so sweet. Fast forward. Blue is literally telling her mama, let me tell you something. You can take out Diva out of this show and you could, she, she ain't no Diva. That's what she literally said. I was screaming. Like, so anyway, We'll get to that. We'll get to the actual movie. However, Blue comes out and I think I made her the member of the month a little, a few episodes ago. Honestly, Loki want to shout her out and give it to her again. But honestly, I want this episode members of the month to just be dedicated to any of us who had extreme trials and tribulations, had people playing in our face, had things happening that just made no sense, had critiques Blue, for example, like we talked about in the last other episode with Bubele, where we said like she's been getting criticized since before she even took her first breath. Y'all are weird for that because that's a baby. But anyway, TT's baby and I got you. So regardless, I just want to shout out everybody for making it to the end of the year. And I really feel like, you know, there's so much hustle culture around make sure that you finish the year strong and what are you starting and what did you accomplish? And it's like, at this point, I'm grateful to be alive. And some days I don't even feel that way. So I'm grateful that I'm grateful for that today on this lovely Sabbath when I'm shooting this. And if you're watching on the Sabbath, praise be as well. Back to Miss Renaissance, speaking of the church girl lifestyle. So Going into the film, because if you saw the concert, that's pretty self-explanatory. However, if you did not, I would highly recommend you go and see the Renaissance movie in theaters. Get you the Alien Superstar cocktail if you're drinking age. Um, it's strong. If you don't like grapefruit, maybe not. But anyway, I digress. So I think the big takeaways for me with the movie is, of course, she shows us the reason I say go if you didn't see the show, because it's pretty much the show like the movie is pretty much the show like Homecoming, I feel like was really cool because it showed a lot of the behind the scenes. It was so monumental what she was doing with Coachella. It also was like a big ode to HBCUs and culture, whereas this one really took us behind the scenes into a Virgo's groove. And y'all know I'm the last day of Leo. So I have my Virgo sprinkles. I'm a cusper. So she really was like, oh, my gosh, like I think the the way the stages are made is what y'all want to see girl what are you talking about <laughs> like, literally but honestly when she zoomed out and showed us everything like being there at the show you're just like ooh, lights camera action fog and smoke bit and you're then like you're in an arena so you can't really even you just you're like i'm looking at beyonce like that screen is cute we you are the visual you know what i mean you are the visual but i'm looking at beyonce so regardless she shows us how like every single panel is built how she literally she's like well when you do I don't know why I'm doing your voice like that Beyonce and I apologize but basically she just says when you do arena tours there is no ceiling so you create one which I thought was like a double entendre because I was like oh, 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 not breaking through the ceilings that people set for you and building your own a seat at your own table per I got it I got the reference 
Anyway, so she shows us a lot of the back scenes, a lot of the behind the scenes, rather, a lot of the tech lighting camera crew she shows us like oh this is why i wanted my crew to wear these really cool like crew space suits this is what like you get to see some of the dancers and you get to see like dreams coming true and also if you follow that space like i know there was a dancer that everybody was saying and i don't want to butcher her name but i'll insert her where everybody was like i've been watching her train for years and years and years and now she's dancing for beyonce like it really like evades at least me that people get to live out their dreams in a way that's like real because I think and I know this sounds funny living in Los Angeles but genuinely you forget that people are like normal (laughs) and they have to work and bust it and bust it and bust it to be able to dance for Beyonce like to me to be able to dance for Beyonce like you might as well go dance I was about to say for the queen rip you might as well you get ready to go down down to miss buckingham palace and perform like that is the cream de la creme so i thought it was amazing how she included just diversity obviously not only in the way they looked but in sexuality but in body type like she really thought of every single little detail so if you love the details and you love to read between the lines like you really will love the film i think for me that part stuck out so much because i saw the show so obviously, and I know the album. So I was like, drop it like a, drop it like a, when the time came for that. And I was blessed because I heard some of the girls were acting an absolute utter fool um, at their shows. And due to that, like people were literally getting up and leaving. So I didn't have anybody doing a boom, boom, cat, five, six, seven, eight at my theater. There was one lady that wanted to get up and dance and everybody kind of just collectively kept being like, you okay Woo, yeah girl like okay stop like but she was behind me we we practically were the pixels in the screen because the theater was giving sold out because we saw it on like saturday at the grove at 8 p.m so it was a blessing literally when we were walking in the theater it snowed you know snow in la so Regardless, I definitely think that some of the other things that stuck out to me were like she says something in there about like I wanted a 30 inch wide, like not even lens, but I guess the runner that you put the camera on so it can pan across different like go different places on the stage and stuff. And these people are literally sitting up in front of Beyonce, Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter the the girl telling her like, oh, we can't do that. First of all, even if we couldn't do it, I would be I would get a patent that day and be coming up with an invention if Beyonce asked me for something. So that's step one. That's when I knew they 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 weren't giving what it needed to be. Second, third, fourth and fifth, Beyonce literally goes, oh, that's crazy because I just looked it up on Google and it does exist. And then like the whole theater ups in laughter. And then she talks about very vaguely and like tiptoey as she, I guess, feels or probably does have to um, just still being at this level of success and like all throughout her career, having to like go back and forth with people. And I just really could not believe that somebody would play in Beyonce's face. So in a way, it, of course, like humanized her because I think especially as black women, you know, there is a lot of like respectability politics and, you know, colorism and beauty standards and all of these things. And so you're thinking like Beyonce is the epitome, like especially if you're a black girl, like at some point in your life, you've been like, you look like Beyonce, like somebody has said that to you because because that's like who everybody finds to be. Other races find to be like this, the prettiest black woman out there or that's who they know, maybe both. So to see her have like 
what to me was like an everyday struggle. Like it's Beyonce and she has to tell someone, please don't play in my face. I know it exists and I know what I want and I know that you can make it happen. So go and do that. And I was like, oh, I'm not coming up off the gas. Like y'all, y'all pay me as she says. So that was a gag. I loved that. I probably, I think I started crying when blue, they talked about how like, again, people being mean and were like, oh, blue is not like, why is she performing? She wasn't giving whatever. And it's an 11 year old child. Again, weirdos. But regardless, blue was like, oh, bet. I'm just going to take that and work harder. So blue comes back and she gets, uh, uh, um, y'all saw it y'all saw it y'all know what she was giving all tour she gets better and better and better boom cat boom cat and she works with the dance captain and so they really like showed that relationship which was super cute and they show Beyonce's dad which I loved because he was like that's a nose for you and I was like come on work ethic that's why we have who we have today and that's why we have the new supreme rising so I thought that was really beautiful that to see like a young black girl be affirmed because Obviously, of course, we're going to see her be torn down. So to see her rise above that in actual real time, I, you know, we remember when she was like, baby, it's you. You're the one that I love. And then she rubbed that belly. And she said, the fan follows me wherever I go. Like, and now Blue's performing on stage, which I call Neek. I can't stress enough. So with 10 out of 10, recommend you go to the theater. And you go and see it. You get your popcorn. I think it's really inspirational. It's a bop, obviously, because the whole album, no skips. And she really takes you to the show, the visuals, her mind, like the beauty of it. Like it's cinematography, but it's like what the tour was. Like at one point when Blue is like, you need to worry about keeping Diva in the show and not Fingers. What is that? She was absolutely right because I never even saw those fingers. I don't know if they just weren't at the LA show or I never saw them, period, until that movie where she was fighting to have fingers and Blue was like, she ain't no diva. So was she wrong? Okay, then. So I think definitely just being able to see how everything connected so beautifully, especially like having worked in music, just understanding like there are so many things to go into a tour when you just showing up at the venue with a microphone and a bottle of plastic, a plastic bottle of water. So what she was able to do and accomplish on a world tour, not a girl tour, was genuinely just that's why she will always be the number one. And there's no discussion. So cheers to you, Beyonce. Cheers to Jay for just popping in only to affirm his girls in his life and popping out. I love and respect that. We got to see the twins who are 33 years old. I don't understand what's going on with time, but it is definitely walking all over my throat. Um, and I'm going to need it to let me let me go. Father, father time. Appreciate it. But now that we've cuff it up, cuff it up, cuffed it up, Cuff it up. I love that she says that because it's like, who are you hollering at? Like, I, I literally can't. I'm like, who is she talking to? <laughs> now that we've done that, we're going to get into talking a little bit about how to create a vision board. I'm going to obviously not be able to tell you like what you want on your own vision board because it's you and it's your life. However, I will tell you some of the process of like how I come up with what I want mine to look like how I design it, where I design it, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. And then what I deem to be the impact of that um, and where I display it, like all of those things. So we will get into that. So stick around, time for lay vision board. I would say I've been making a vision board. I don't, well, 2020, 
I don't think I did because surely I wouldn't have put what happened on there. So <laughs> I'm trying to say, I am not trying to say that I control world events. However, I don't recall. So I know I made one for 2021, 2022, and then obviously 2023. So that's three years so far of making my vision board. And so what I like to do is put my vision board. I think this is like the problem, probably the most important thing is where it's placed to me. And then we can go into like how. So for me, I always, I mean, maybe that's backwards, but to me, I just, I want y'all to get this. So I always place mine like a place where I'm always going to see it, but subconsciously. So, oh, I did make a vision board maybe in 2020 or like 2019, but it was like a poster board. And I think it's somewhere in this house or somewhere, praise the Lord. But things only happen like I do like I was like, oh, I want to live in West Hollywood. Like a lot of things have happened. So I will try to find them. The hard concrete one. So if you like, you know, if you don't want a digital media, that's your business. But for me, I like to have it somewhere where I'm always going to see it and not actively be like, okay, let me see. Okay, on Thursday, I got to make like, no. So to me, it's a really cool concept, but I'm going to look up like the science and psychology behind that. But I think subconsciously, like when you have these goals or these things that you want and aspire to, like, yeah, there are parts of it that you make happen for yourself, right? Like, obviously, if you want to make money, you work a job. If you want to travel, you book the flights. But like that in and of itself is not, you know, I said it in a much more simple way than it actually is. So it is a blessing to be able to do all those things and like, realize and actualize the things that you see for yourself in your life I would say for me I always like to place mine on my laptop wallpaper so every single day like pretty much because I'm sure you'll get on your laptop I know some of my friends do theirs on their phone um that works too to me the phone would probably be a little too like in my face because usually I like my wallpaper my phone to be like a quote or bible verse or something like that so I need it to be like where it's ruminating in my mind without so much active input from me because I'm just an overthinker you may you hey girl if you more power to you if you can put it right there on the bridge of your nose that's your business but for me and my house okay like to make it my laptop wallpaper screen because to me it's just like subconsciously getting into my brain getting into my like my spirit that I can accomplish these things and make these things happen um and also it's funny that I'm like working on my laptop. So <laughs> that that helps it too. But so what I like to do, step one, I like to go to Pinterest and I like to go through like Pinterest. I love, I love Pinterest. This is not an ad. Could be, could be. We're going to manifest that. Maybe I'll put that on my vision board. <laughs> probably. So I probably, I definitely will have, I started making mine, um, and I'll show y'all a little bit of some of the things that I do. So I like to go into Pinterest. I like to private my board just because that's my business and it's really intimate and personal to me. Like I don't really ever usually post my vision board until maybe like I think last year I was like, oh, these things happen. And I thought that was really cool. So I've like made a TikTok about it. But other than that, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the jinx or people be hating on you a voodoo or what it is honey because whoever got my voodoo doll like I apologize and I want that to be clear but anyway moving on from that I don't like to really show it um until it happens but that's the type of person that I am in general so moving on I like to go on Pinterest I like to pin things that I know that I want so like say for example if you want to be engaged this year 
right? You're going to go, you're going to pin the ring that you want onto your 2024 vision board and then say that you want to work out more. You're going to go and you're going to pin a Pilates photo, a yoga photo, boxing photo, running. If you want to do a marathon, like you might pin like Boston Marathon, whatever that is, pin that to your vision board board on Pinterest because I really feel like aesthetically it's also very pleasing and that helps it come into it's not like blocks of words and text and then I also like to do like a few quotes like maybe some bible verses a few words in there like obviously like you know things about attraction in the sense of like I attract good energy or all the money I spend comes back to me multiplied like things like that like affirmations there we go thank you Jesus those are great to have in there as well so moving on, then once you on like once you start building out your board, you know, Pinterest, that girly again, she'll come. You can go on your board, organize it if you want. I'm not doing all that, but you can hit more ideas. And I think that's so cool because it starts to kind of like show you what I mean, algorithm. I work in social media, but anyway, I find it a bit kismet because it starts to show you the things that you might want to add as well. And then they always kind of seem to like align with the other things that I was looking for for my vision board. So I find that really cool. cool. How it starts to be able to sort of like determine what what you're interested in. So love that for us. And then what I'll do is once I get like a bajillion pins, probably I'll move to Canva, which <laughs> so many free ads today. These are not ads. I just personally love to use these things. And so I'm paying it forward, of course, hooking y'all up. But I like to go to Canva. I like to just make a general document. Like you can resize it if you want specifically for like the wallpaper size of your computer. But I go in, I like to upload that's like half of it. So this is another trick. You might not have this issue, but for me, I'm always kind of like, okay, girl, you added 300 photos, like which are your top, top, tops. So skip to step. So I'll go find everything that I really, really, really know I want to keep and I want on my board. I'll download those off of Pinterest, download them onto my computer or screenshot if you're doing it on your phone, whatever. Once I finish that, then I'll go in Canva and I'll upload all of those photos. And then I'll just drag them around in Canva. I'll show y'all like it might make more sense if I show you visually, but I'll just drag them around, fit them in different places until I'm well pleased with the aesthetic, how it looks, like what is in the center, what's eye catching, what's in the top, like those things. I'm very like, <laughs> I'm giving Beyonce's Virgo vibes, but I like to do that. Um, and then once I get it, nice and pristine which can take me like I like to dedicate a day to it so typically I'll do this right after Christmas um because of course you you're like in that Christmas slump midway where you're just like uh uh and so that's the perfect time to make your vision board and that makes us move perfectly into intention setting so I think a big thing for me for this next year is I went to church this morning and I feel like he was walking all over my neck. Right. And I feel like something that I'm really focused on in this next year is trying to guard my mental health, my spirit, um, my faith, but then also re-evaluating my relationship with achievements Oh, not me realizing, hashtag realizing stuff. I'm talking to you. Um, Reevaluating, you know, I always say I'm a recovering perfectionist and whatnot. But I think like when things, a lot of things have been happening behind the scenes for the past couple months. And I think 
you know, it's easy to get like angry and upset and be like, why do I do this and do that and try so hard to be a good person, etc. But like, I really want my heart to be in the place where like the way that I live is because I desire to live that way and not because I feel like I have to or God will be mad at me or karma will come for me or whatever that is. So I just feel like there is a spirit of fear that I'm not interested in, a spirit of criticism. We talked about that in church today that I'm no longer subscribing to. Um, And I think something really big, no matter what you believe, it's like this could have happened to you when you were five years old and the enemy could have set it up where it was like, okay, here come the devil. Like I'm going to have your cousin criticize you and put you down one time. But now at 27, that's not the devil, baby. That's you. Like you're the one looking in the mirror because he can't be everywhere all at once or whatever that may be, regardless of what you believe, like you can't be your own enemy. And I think a big thing that I've been able to achieve over the past year or two has just been thought about yourselves, loves. Like I literally have my own back in such a substantial way, babes. Like I literally am so proud of myself for it because I trust myself more than I've ever trusted myself before. And I feel like I show up for me and I can like feel that I deserve that. Even though like every day, I don't know why I can't stop. Even though every day you lot are probably laughing. Um, Let me land, let me land. But even though, you know, it's not perfect, but it is something that I feel like I've come a long way on and I'm really proud of. So I think when you're making a vision board, you know, whether you actually make something where you get out your poster and your Elmer's glue stick, whatever you do, it's just about setting your intentions. And I also really meant to do this um, either maybe last year, earlier this year, but I'm going to try to, I'm a prey on like being serious about doing it this year. But I've also seen a lot of people like to do scripting, which is where they journal as if the thing has happened. So they will be like, I'm so grateful for my fiance and they're single. I'm so grateful for my new job that I love so much where I'm making six figures and they're looking for a job. So it's just putting you in this mindset, which I know like manifestation and whatnot, a lot of that is visualizing. Visualization really is the key. Like you're literally looking at the vision board or you're writing this down and you're believing that, Marissa will be in that space, will feel the emotions that I will feel when I have those things. And I think I a lot of times we take things into our own hands and think we're just like, oh, I'm a magician and I'm going to like think it and be it like, just like magic, hey, just like magic, hey. But even the Bible says, as a man think of, so he is, so he does. So I do feel like, and the power of the tongue, woo, Jesus, that's another one that's been Uh, tip 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 on hardwood floors all over my conscience because I tend to find it easier to just be in the negative than to fight it and be like okay I'm gonna think positively about this I'm gonna talk this way about this I tend to maybe that's just human nature is what my therapist said apparently so but find a way to just be like oh well see and I don't deserve this and it's like okay girl like there's a time and a place for that. And there's a time and a place to like really speak out positivity. But I, like I said, an intention for me for 2024 is to believe that because I think once, you know, even the things that I like this thing I said earlier about like, Oh, whoever got my voodoo doll, like ha ha ha. But also 
My bestie, Maya, always says, your subconscious can't tell me. I'm sorry, Maya, no shade. But she's always like, your subconscious can't tell when you're being sarcastic. And that's something that I definitely need to work on because I am such a wordsmith. Um, And so I definitely don't want to be speaking negativity. I want to be speaking life into my own life and into those around me. So with that vision board, journaling, scripting, whatever that looks like for you. I think it's really important as we go into 2024 to set the intentions, whether that be things you want to achieve, if you want to like finish school, if you want to like meet your future spouse, if you want to have a baby, if you want to start a business, start a podcast, like whatever that looks like, or if you literally want to make it through the year and maintain your mental health, um, sort of like combat and conquer your anxiety in a more impactful way start a new workout, learn how to bake a pie, like whatever that is. It doesn't always have to be like, I'm going to take over the universe. Like sometimes it can also just be a state of mind, a state of being like what I was saying a moment ago about I am setting the intention that I want peace and I want to be grateful for that peace. Let me just say that ain't nothing but the devil. Because y'all, I literally was just sitting here encouraging y'all and then the camera was like, Jesus loves me and y'all so anyway intentionality uh was actually a word on my vision board this year so i'm gonna insert my vision board let the girls at home see what i'm saying i know big thing for me this year was traveling probably every year uh, i don't have any big major trips in mind for 2024 because i just got to see what the life is gonna bring um it's where we're at right now but someone asked me the other day and i was like huh so if y'all have any ideas, let me know. But big thing for me, obviously, like yoga, I'm still doing yoga, still taught a few classes, definitely going to try to get back into it when I have the space. I don't feel as like I must start teaching, but I definitely still feel the desire to share it with people that I love and with my friends. And so definitely was able to do that. We'll continue to do that. I went to Paris, went to Italy. I was like hosting things on, on panels and with my Bible study group. So a lot of these things like happen, obviously, you know, New York City. I've been several times this year. I like stayed in a hotel with that pretty much same view. So I don't know what's going on with my husband. Um, however, you know, some of these some of these pictures going to be recycled until the Lord sees fit. So regardless i am very grateful because there it's really 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 cool like i know i'm talking about it pretty casually because i don't want to keep y'all here all night but it is amazing to see things like side by side of like oh this was on my vision board and this is the picture of me there that ain't none but the lord so i'm very excited to see what y'all come up with what this next year brings for you would love to know what y'all's intentions are as well please give me some inspiration so always feel free to message us on instagram at bid on you the podcast or message us via email at bid on you at gmail.com and if y'all are liking the show feel free to like it feel free to rate it all of the good things. We love you so much. We're so grateful. Um, we as me and my personalities to be able to share this space and starting this podcast and starting the show and giving people that I love and myself and people that I love virtually an outlet to feel seen, to feel like their stories can be shared and understood and that they're a little bit less alone than what the world tries to make you think is really 
really such a blessing. And so in 2024, I definitely want bid on you to grow, grow, grow. And I I see I see this really being a vessel for me to be a blessing to so many others and for so many people to be blessed by this platform. And I pray that God would help me to steward myself and steward my time and steward it well and to be patient. That's a huge intention for me in general. Um, I just want to know that I am where I'm supposed to be and then have peace in that. So that's my biggest intention. And I have an intention to send you all of the love all of the light, feel free to make that vision board tonight or make that vision board before the new year. But either way, make sure when that clock strikes midnight, you have that vision board ready and you have them intention set and you ready to bid on you. So thanks for watching. Thanks for coming back and we'll see you next time. Love ya.